Christian, 102.7 FM. everyone in southeast louisiana it is play by play coming to you live here on this beautiful absolutely positively gorgeous tuesday in southeast louisiana casey just here wishing you a wonderful start to your day and we're going to hopefully add to that day in the next 90 or so minutes i've got keegan pokey at 11:45, roughly we'll be chatting with coach pokey about his team's victory over six toward last night a game that you were able to <clears throat> Kind of, sort of here, <laughs> here on KLEB. We fought the elements yesterday. Going to Sixth Ward, they don't have the best uh, phone service there. Uh, so we struggled throughout the broadcast, but <clears throat> as great teams tend to do, we made it work. We were able to get live. Coach Kali got some kind of way service on his phone. We were able to make things happen. So we were uh, live as LCO got the win over Sixth Ward. Good win for LCO against a sixth war team that very well coached, just uh, couldn't fully execute the things they were being asked to do. And LCO gets a big win. Then at noon, we will talk about the debacle that was the college football playoff national championship game. I mean, you know, the problem is that not just that Georgia won by a, a hundred last night, is that no one was surprised that Georgia won by a hundred. Told you guys yesterday, take, you know, Georgia and the minus 13, like TC won't be able to run with them. The SEC's a different animal, Bubba. And I'll tell you about all that in the next segment of the show because, boy, last night was a ringing endorsement for the fact that when the college football playoff expands, ain't nobody got a shot but the 14 teams or 12 teams or however many teams are in the SEC. 14, I believe, about to be 16 with Texas and Oklahoma. Um, then at 12.15, we'll go to Yusef Jasmine, the head boys basketball coach at Hanville. Coach Jasmine and his team, as they annually are, are one of the best teams in our area. So we'll ask Coach Jasmine some things he's most excited about with his crew and uh, you know what he's seeing in the district, because i got to tell you, that's a really good district. In the bottom of the show, we're going to talk with, um, or talk about, rather, NFL playoff matchups, betting picks, everything in between. So we've got a fun show planned. Hope you guys will stick around until 1 o'clock and enjoy. <clears throat> if you're listening, say, man, it's Tuesday. Uh, why is Stan not coming on today? Stan has lunch engagement, some work planned, so we'll try to reschedule him for later in the week. Let's talk about some of the things that we saw last night at middle school. Um, on the girls' side of things, LCO ran past Sixth Ward really without issue uh, from the very earliest stages of the game. They grabbed control did not relinquish control, did pretty much whatever they wanted to do and had kind of an easy time of it. LCO's getting better. Um, I don't know who the favorites are to win Parish on the girls' side because I haven't seen everybody yet. 
But I know that they've certainly got to be in the discussion because they are playing re- very well. They're getting better. And Coach Colley mentions this often during our game broadcasts is just how crisp they run their sets for a girls' middle school team. Often, let's be honest, girls' middle school basketball maybe isn't the cleanest, but they play a clean brain. Um, and it's allowed them to get better and it allowed them to control the entirety of their game last night against Sixth Ward. On the boys' side... LCO did what they needed to do. Um, I mentioned multiple times during the course of our broadcast, just absolutely dominating points in the paint. In the first half, LCO was getting the ball inside. I would have loved to have kept like a tally of points in the paint because I know that LCO almost got 100% of their points in the paint in the opening half. Then what that does is that opens up everything else. In the third quarter, it was a, a blue boot bomb barrage. They were making three after three after three. And... Leaving the gym last night, we visited with Coach Derek Zush of Sixth Ward, and that's what he said. He said, look, man, I can't even really be mad with the way my team played. Uh, just got hit with a perfect storm. You know, they just don't have the size. LCO was making shots, and it was just a rough night. LCO played exceptionally well, um, and it was a good showdown. Now, also in Parish play last night, you had a couple of splits. You had Raceland boys getting a win over West Thibodeau. Not a big surprise there, right? Raceland is probably the favorite to go unbeat and push past everyone, whatever, however you want to say it. They get a win over Raceland on the boys' side. It's the West Thibodeau girls who blow past Raceland um, in the first matchup of that game. Down the bayou, all the way down the bayou in Golden Meadow. Golden Meadow girls get a win over East Thibodeau uh, in the first half of that doubleheader. And then in the boys' half, it's East Thibodeau getting a win over Golden Meadow on the Lions. So there again, situation where it was a split in uh, middle school action. Now, one team that did not split was Lockport. Lockport got a doubleheader win, winning both games of the doubleheader last night, taking care of their home floor. So the Pirates do a good job there getting the sweep. I would assume they played Bayou Blue, but I'll confirm that. I'll check on that. Um, as Lockport gets the sweep there in their doubleheader endeavors. Let's see. Lockport, last night I'm looking at the master schedule as we speak. They played... Oh, I don't know. Oh, they played E.D. White. So there you go. Lockport gets a sweep over E.D. White last night. Good job for the Pirates and Lady Pirates for continuing their strong starts to the year. Tonight, we've got district play. We've got Bayou teams going to the river in 5A. And that's going to be a whole lot of fun. (laughs) We've got anytime you get the Bayou teams going out to the river, it's always exciting. It's always entertaining to see. And I want to see how our local teams handle it. Tonight, we've got Central Lafouche going to Destrehan. On the boys' side, I would say Central's favored to win that game. On the girls' side, it's a toss-up. Anybody's guess. East St. John is hosting HL Bourgeois. So the Braves are going out to reserve. That's going to be tough, boys and girls both. Hanville is hosting Thibodeau. So you got Thibodeau going out to the river, taking on Hanville. Boys and girls both, that's going to be tough. That girls matchup is actually going to be a showdown. That's going to be a fun, fun girls basketball game. So uh, we'll see how the local teams fare. Tonight, right here on KLEB, you will be able to hear South Lafouche and Homa Christian School. Should be a fun matchup. Um, Also, we've got Morgan City girls back in action tonight. Remember Morgan City was suspended for you know, 45 days or whatever because of an opening game fight and all the chaos and all the drama. Their first game back out of suspension 
is tonight. They're hosting Plaquemines, so they're one and zero on the year. They beat Jinderet in that opener, which led to the suspension because there was a brawl or whatever on the sidelines after the game or during the game, however it shook out. But they're back in action tonight against Plaquemines, and will have an opportunity to restart their season. We'll see how that goes for Morgan City. Something to keep an eye on. Also tonight, <clears throat> we've got. Um, as we said, a minute ago, South Lafourche Homer Christian School locking up with one another. That's boys basketball action. Then we've got um, locally, Berwick will be taking on St. James. That's a district game. That'll be a lot of fun to see. St. James taking on, oh, I just said it. St. James and Berwick locking up with one another. Homer Christian School traveling to take on Terrebonne. Coach Kathy Luke and her team are facing a 5A opponent tonight a Terrebonne High School team that's very physical, very competitive, very quick, very athletic, maybe the toughest test of the season to this point for Homa Christian School. Um, but I think they're up to the challenge. South Lafouche beat Terrebonne. Homa Christian beat South Lafouche. I think Homa Christian's going to go on the road today and get an upset win over 5A opponent. I think that they, I think they're more than capable of doing that and to the point where I don't even think it's going to be considered an upset at that point. Central Catholic also taking on Centerville in district action. So we've got a busy slate. Can't wait to see how it all shakes out. But let's first catch a commercial break. When we get back, we're going to Keegan Pokey and the LCO Dogs. They get a win over 6th Ward last night. It's play-by-play on KLEB. Do you want a free, easy-go golf cart? Golden Motors has given you a chance to win a new golf cart. All you have to do is buy a new or pre-owned vehicle to get your chance to put your name into a drawing. During the months of November through January 31st, Buy your next car, truck, or SUV and get your chance to win. See our collections of Chevy Silverados, Equinox, and Trailblazers arriving daily. Golden Motors, where price is priority. On Highway 3235 and cut off, Chevy, find new roads. It's Mike to tell you for Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Listen up. That's what we did at Gravely. We listened to lawn professionals. Then we brought the professional performance home. Gravely residential zero-turn mowers show the neighborhood that you mean business. Zero turns that are as tough as nails operate a comfort beyond compare. We've had 100 years of professional advice to perfect cutting performance. Just drop the deck, put the neighbors on notice. Gravely, driven from within. At Neal Small Engine Incorporated. Locations in Homa, LaRoe, and Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafouche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. 
When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you and load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Markets. Feels like home. Home Health Services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health for the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about Home Health Services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. Wrestling has more than one royal family. Our first call-in guest today will be a middle school basketball coach who I'm sure is awfully happy with the way his team played last night. LCO gets a big win over 6th Ward, improves their positioning in the parish standings, and we have their coach, Coach Keegan Pokey, on the line now. Coach, good morning, buddy. How are you? I'm doing well, Casey. What about you? Doing fine, man. Uh, you guys go on the road last night, uh, make a long trip, and play well. Uh, the first half of the game, you guys were in control, but then in the third quarter, you guys really started to dominate and separate it. Talk about the way your guys competed last night against the Blue Jays. Yeah, and uh, I found our mindset, you know, that that first half, the kids, uh, it always takes, especially in that gym, I don't know if it's, uh, I'm going to use some excuses, of the lighting, or, and then, look, it, it's a pretty big court, so run up and down the, the court a good bit, and then we got some foul trouble early. Uh, it took us a while to kind of get in our groove, and then I, I found we did well in the first half. We got the ball inside. Uh, that was our original game plan. A lot of times in, in pretty much every opponent we faced, we want to get the ball inside. And then uh, we did that, and then in that third quarter, our shots started to fall. Um, this is probably by far the best shooting team I've had since I became a coach. And um, these, these kids, man, they're in the gym 24-7. So to see Kobe Cantrell hit two threes and then Kelvin St. Amon hit two threes too as well and then even Trevor forehand coming in and hitting a three it was it was nice to see uh, those shots fall and then uh it was nice to build off the confidence moving on to Thursday you know as we were walking out of the gym last night coach Zush just came up to the radio table was kind of shaking his head he said hey man if we played man they killed us inside if we played zone they made shots from the outside you know you guys had an answer for whatever they were throwing at him and I was actually talking to one of your parents Joby Cantrell last night and that third quarter is, is probably some of the best ball that you guys have played all season, right? Yeah. Um, this past weekend, man, on, on Saturday morning, we played played a really good quality opponent in Homer Junior High, and, and our ball movement was unbelievable um, against a zone defense. And, look, credit to the Sixth Ward, man. They're, they're man-to-man. A lot of times gives us fits. I know last year gave us fits, and this year uh, it, it gave us fits. But we, we went ahead and we refocused. And we said, hey, let's get the ball inside to our, our bigs, which those bigs did well finishing. We're, we're starting to finish more and more. And then uh, our outside shooting, man, it, I'm telling you, it's, it's something special. We have a, a kid the size of Cullen St. Amon knocking down threes and then um, a kid like Kobe Cantrell that's, that's money from pretty much anywhere on the floor. 
And then Carter Cantrell does a great job uh, of facilitating the ball, finding those open guys. Uh, Carter Colley is always in the right spot at all. Uh, at every freaking every chance that he gets, he's always in the right spot, blocking out and doing all those little things. And then having the size of both charges is something special too as well. One of the things that I mentioned that I wanted to see from your team as we headed into Paris, and I actually said this on the show last week, is that I wanted to see you guys start to do the easy stuff better, You know, make free throws better, make layups better. And I felt like you guys were getting the ball in great positions, but were not necessarily taking full advantage of your opportunities. The free throws were still a little bit shaky last night, but boy, you mentioned it a second ago. Inside, you guys were finishing in the lane. You guys were not missing so many of those easy shots, and it made a big, big difference, especially in that first half. Yeah, absolutely. And look at this at this age, I think it, it, a lot has to do with. And look, even times in years past that uh, just a little bit of athletic teams will give us fits. But even kids that are maybe not the the most athletic, but just have a little bit of a physical presence, will give us fits too as well. But at this age, I think it's just about getting your eyes on the rim, not on the player that's going up or the player that's next to you. So uh, last week we did a, a, a focus on after the West Thibodeau game, like, hey, let's let's start to focus, let's start harping on, making sure we finish and our eyes are on the rim no matter who's in front of me, no matter who's going up with me, get my eyes on the rim. And uh, I think those guys are starting to start, starting to see those shots in, they're starting to build up confidence, and it's just moving forward. It's going to be a positive thing for us. Bro, you guys get the lead in the fourth quarter, play some reserves, and I got to tell you, look, I know you were proud of this because uh, Coach Colley and I were watching it, and we were proud for the kids. Some kids get into the game that really don't have the chance to play as much. And, dude, it's like a tornado. They're they're out there. They're stealing the ball. They're diving on the floor. Like, they're giving you absolutely everything that they've got. Those reserves were playing with their heads on fire last night. That had to be just awesome to see. Yeah, absolutely. And the guys like Jacob Galliana, uh, Kale Hunter, Hunter uh, Lagarde, Eli Kidd, Noah Kidd, those guys that are one of the proudest moments that I had throughout the weekend, even though we did extremely well with our, our uh, main unit, our, our reserves, like you're saying, had a really good weekend of playing hard, doing the little things, you know, uh, seeing them block out, seeing them close out, being fully invested in what we're trying to teach in our program was awesome to see. But like you said, just diving all over the floor, man, it was awesome to see. So, oh, what's next? Well, where do you guys play next? And, and then in practice, what are some things you guys are looking to polish up to make sure that you're ready for the rest of the way? So we got Raceland on Thursday, so that's going to be a big matchup. Um, we go ahead and, and look. Starting today, we're going to put in our game plan, but we got to. We just got to do the little things. We just got to go ahead and make sure we understand where 13's at, where 22's at. But we're going to have to really focus on handling their pressure. Uh, we're going to put in a few different things that, that are going to throw them off a little bit, hopefully. Uh, and then uh, adjusted our one two two or three two that they run. They're, they're extremely long. They're extremely athletic. Um, we've got to go ahead and make it a dog fight. And um, in the fourth quarter, hopefully, we have a chance to go out, go out and win. Look, everything that you just told me, X's and O's wise, it all sounds great. How important is it mentally that the kids go into the game understanding? Hey, man. Score zero zero. They've got to put the ball into the same size hoop as us. Because I feel like one of the like I feel like it's almost like Mike Tyson at this point, where a lot of the battle with Raceland is won before the game even starts because a lot of the times the teams come in and they're a little intimidated or a little nervous or a little shook. How important is it mentally that you guys are ready for that matchup? Extremely important. Our first, we, this is gonna be the third time we play Raceland. And that first matchup we had our kids within the first quarter about midway of the first quarter they realized hey look we could compete with these guys um and if we start out just from the beginning saying hey we can compete with them 
then I think we're going to give it a, give us a high chance of competing. But if we come out like we did this last chance, just pretty much saying, hey, we don't really stand a chance and being a little bit nervous, um, looking at them, saying, hey, they're a better team, then absolutely they're going to pretty much do what they've been doing to everybody in our patch. But I, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping the confidence is there. I'm hoping they understand it's just a game of basketball. There's nothing to be afraid of. And that's what we're going to keep on harping at practice. And I think the kids are going to be ready to play. That game is at your place or at their place? No, it's at Rachel. Okay, good deal. So that'd be a great uh, environment. That'll be not. It would have been a great environment at your place too. But a great chance to build some uh, team building. Does it help you having played that tournament over there? So you kind of know the lay of the land. Your kids may be used to the gym. Does that help at all? Uh, I think so. Early in the year, we went ahead and and scheduled them over there too as well. Um, but I think it does. I think it uh, gets them used to that environment. I think it because uh, the luck is always a rabid crowd over there at Raceland. But I think it does. I think it's uh, going to be even from the bus ride there, bus ride back. I think the atmosphere, being used to the atmosphere, I think is going to help us out big time. Very good. Coach, uh, after Raceland, and not that I want you to look ahead, but after Raceland, what, what are some of the other games that you got on the horizon? So after Raceland next week, we got Oakland over here, and then we got Evie White over here too as well. And then we have our tournament next weekend, uh, the 20th and the 21st. We got a tournament. Uh, and those teams that are coming to that tournament is Golden Meadow, Lockport, West Thibodeau, and Raceland. And then we're going to have two teams playing in that. We're going to have our uh, starters and our reserves each are going to have a team playing in that tournament. Awesome. And that, that's going to be at LCO? Yeah, absolutely. going to be at LCO. We're going to have some good food. Uh, Give Kids the World is going to be putting on a concession. We're going to have basketball all day on Friday, Friday afternoon. Uh, and then we're going to have basketball all day Saturday pretty much until like 4 or 5 o'clock. Okay, good stuff, man. I'm going to try to get out there and, uh, and get some th- some games on tape uh, for, to promote the kids. That's awesome. I didn't realize that. Awesome. Cool. Well, uh, man, last question. Um, talk some LSU football and maybe some, some college football playoff national championship game. LSU dominates their bowl game. Georgia dominates the national championship game. Alabama dominates the Sugar Bowl. Like, Man, people wanted to expand the playoff to give other teams a chance. Coach Pokey, I feel like all they're doing is making sure that there's going to be a bunch of SEC teams left at the end, man. Yeah, and like they're going to be uh, complaining about, oh, it's just SEC world, this and that, y'all. It's just going to be them complaining even more. But like you said, um, truthfully, I, I think Alabama, if Alabama's in, they're probably in the national championship game. I think if LSU's in, they're probably in the national championship game too as well. Uh, I think next year it's <laughs> – I think next year it's probably going to be even um, – even if they had a four-college uh, team playoff, I think it would have been talking about Georgia being in, LSU being in, and Alabama being in. But, yeah, like you said, it's going to be more of an SEC uh, tournament <laughs> pretty much in the, the college playoff. But it's going to be interesting. I like the idea. It gives us more football. But yep. uh, last night's game, it wasn't that, that interesting. My kids, man, they, they was crazy on the bus. They were saying, oh, TCU, TCU. And then it, it got pretty quietly uh, <laughs> as we went down the bus. I'm sure it did. Brother, thanks so much for the time. Congrats on a great win. We'll chat soon. All right, man. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yep. That is Coach Keegan Pokey with LCO doing a good job. They then they do do a good job, man. They run some good stuff. I like the makeup of their team. I said this multiple times on broadcast. I think Cullen Sanamon's gonna be a really good South Lafouche Tarpon. A big kid like that who's probably still growing, may end up being 6'3", 6'4", could already stroke it from the outside. He's long. He's athletic. I like the body placement of Carter Colley. He is always in the right position, always where the ball is. Soft touch. Bo George is a great player, a big size, strong, brute force. The Cantrell brothers, 
You got Carter, who's a steady point guard, good passing. Heck, he even put on a couple of circus passes last night, behind the back stuff. Then you got Carter, who's uh, more of the shooter of the two, whereas Kobe's more of the, no, I said that wrong. Carter's more of the passer. Kobe's more of the shooter. Uh, off the bench, you know, forehand and Terry Brad Borda. And yeah, they've got some dudes, man. And I'm curious to see. I'm curious to see because guess what? <clears throat> Brian and I did the game. LCO and West Thibodeau. LCO won by uh, about 20. Last night, Raceland beat West Thibodeau by about 20. That's not as big of a mismatch as I think people realize. If LCO get off to a strong start, maybe draw some early fouls, have it kind of be a tightly officiated game, strong start, maybe win the first quarter, maybe win the first four minutes of the first quarter. I really believe it's like Mike Tyson. If you survive the first round and give yourself a chance in the middle rounds, who knows what might happen. That'll be a fun, fun game to see later this week. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break, I'm going to tell you about the debacle that was the national championship game last night. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this. Calvin Braxton Ford is your brand new car dealer in Lockport, Louisiana. They cannot wait for you to stop in and take a look at their big town inventory and small town prices. Schedule your test drive today and let one of their trained sales staff help you every step of the way. Their skilled management team ensures that you'll have a phenomenal experience, whether it be sales, service, parts, or financing. Ford, the number one brand in America. Stop by today at Calvin Braxton Ford, 5878 Highway 1 in Lockport. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafouche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dufreenlumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference. Set yourself up for success when planning your next event. Whether it be a festival, Mardi Gras rodeo, or outdoor music venue, Joe Septic Contractors knows that it's important to cover your bases well before the days of your event. Joe's Septic Contractors can supply 1810 three and two stall restroom air conditioned trailers anytime, anywhere, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Planning an event? Visit Joe's Septic at bizcom.net with locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, Reserve, and now Odessa, Texas. Tri Parish Police Supplies is a top of the line police, fire, and EMS supply store, as well as a great source for tactical and home defense needs. Tri Parish Police Supplies is open to the public Monday through Friday, 9 till 5, and on Saturdays, 10 till 2. So stop in at Tri Parish Police Supplies on Highway 311 today. For more info, call 985 873 9989. At Riley Johns Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. 
Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation. achieve a healthier lifestyle but have little time, the Terrebonne General Executive Health Program can improve your overall health for a lifetime in one visit. With little to no waiting, you get a whole year of wellness in one convenient location. Our preventative screenings increase your well-being by providing early detection against illness. With exceptional VIP service, you leave with a plan in hand to achieve a healthier lifestyle tailored for you. Call the Terrebonne General Executive Health Team at 985-850-6204 today. Like usually, and I admit this, usually I wouldn't have been all that crazy about going call a middle school game on the night of the national championship game. Like usually I would have been like, man, maybe not a bad day to have, uh, you know, cough. <laughs> I can't work today. But whenever the matchup broke out, and I'm kidding, of course, but when the matchup broke out that it was Georgia and TCU, I, yeah, sign me up. Let's go to sixth war. <laughs> Let's make it work. I was not excited about this game a whole lot coming in because I didn't think it was going to be competitive. And guess what? It wasn't competitive. Last night was a victory for Georgia. It was their second straight national championship win. Last night was also a victory for the SEC because we saw on full display the power of the conference and how difficult the conference is to navigate through on a year-by-year basis. TCU is a Big 12 team. That's a power conference. One of the power five conferences regarded as one of the top conferences in the country. Their most tangible skill, their most prolific skill, their most noted and noteworthy skill throughout the course of the season was not how well they ran the ball or how well they tackled. It was how well they got lucky. How well they got lucky throughout the course of the year. As I said on yesterday's show, TCU beat SMU by eight. They beat Kansas by seven. They beat Oklahoma State by three. They beat Texas Tech by 10. They beat Baylor by 1. They lost to Kansas State. There were a lot of matchups there where they could have lost. They could have easily had 3, 4, 5 losses. But let's be honest, luck powered them through a lot of remarkable situations and allowed them to get their ass out of a crack several times throughout the course of the season. Watching the game last night, and look, going into the game, I picked Georgia, right? And I picked Georgia to cover. I didn't think it was going to be competitive. I told you guys this. thought a lot of the second half of the game wouldn't be competitive. But I didn't think it would be a 58-point spread. After watching TCU play last night, does anybody think that that team would even go 500 in the SEC? Come on, Al. Be honest with yourselves. 
Does anybody even think that they would go 500 in the SEC? An SEC where Kentucky limited Georgia to a 10-point game. LSU scored 30 on them. Tennessee lost by 14. Missouri lost by 6. We all know what Alabama could do. Ole Miss, Mississippi State, those types of teams, we know what they could do. Does anybody think TCU would go even 4-4 four and four in the SEC? So this is where, where everybody says there's this bias towards the SEC. This is where I make the argument that the way that the college football schedule plays out is actually biased against the SEC. Because I could think of one, two, three, four, at least four teams, and likely more, who if they played TCU's schedule during the course of the year, would have been 12-1, and one, if not better, if not 13-0, and oh, and would have then beat Michigan and would have got to the same spot, but didn't have the chance because they were buried playing the week-by-week-by-week week week grind, beating your team up physically, having to face the behemoths of the conference and of the country every single last week of the year. LSU, guess what? Would have beaten TCU. Tennessee, guess what? Would have beaten TCU. We already know what would have happened with Alabama. They beat Kansas State by 100. Kansas State beat TCU, so we know there Alabama would have beaten TCU. That's four teams right out of the gate. Are we really sure that Mississippi State, Ole Miss, South Carolina, Kentucky, and kind of that next tier wouldn't be able to do the same? Come on, Al. Let's be honest. This is a team in a conference where TCU uh, barely beat Baylor, barely beat Kansas. Do we really? Are, are we convinced that they would beat Ole Miss, Mississippi They maybe win a game or two against those teams. But they wouldn't sweep them. They wouldn't go 4-0. They would pick up some losses there along the way. TCU football coach Sonny Dykes had the nerve and had the gall to challenge the SEC scheduling model. Saying something along the lines of, well, I'll, I'll try to fish out and find you the exact quote of his stupidity. But at the end of the season, or when the playoff brackets came out, he was very critical of the SEC scheduling model was very critical of the way the conference does business. We don't have the good fortune to play an out-of-conference game like the SEC does in Week 10 or Week 11. You're not going to catch the Citadel in Week 10 over here. We caught Texas. Guess what, Sonny Dykes? You poked a bear with teeth that are really sharp. Last night, you had to pay the rent. You know who was the money game? You know who was the... The, the blowout non-conference game or the non-conference win last night, your team was. You got trashed. You got thrown out of the field. And this leads to a larger issue. We've got to reconfigure how we pick these teams going forward because there is no way in hell, and I said this before the playoffs started, And it was unpopular because you guys don't like Alabama. There's no way that TCU should have gotten into the playoffs over Alabama. No way. Not even remotely. 
They didn't meet any of the criteria. Conference championship, quality wins, the eye test, watching the games on the field, seeing who you think is better visually. If we're rewarding teams for not winning their conference championships like Ohio State and like TCU and are putting them in, then we got to give the same leeway to the SEC teams like Alabama, like LSU, and LSU didn't deserve that four losses, but you follow me. We got to give that same leeway and reward strength of schedule and understand, oh yeah, this team may have more losses than that team, but it's because they played a harder damn schedule. And if that team played the Alabama schedule, played the LSU schedule, they would barely be 500 and would barely even be qualifying for a bowl. The thing about Cinderella, boy, you could wear them glass slippers when you're playing West Virginia and Kansas every week. Except you ask to the plate and play Georgia, and it's a whole different animal. Now, Sonny Dykes, imagine if next week you had to play Kentucky, and then the week after that you had to play Florida, and then the week after that you're going to Death Valley playing LSU. The week after that you're playing Auburn, and then you're playing Alabama. Your team would win one game in that stretch if you're lucky. And that's a team that's in another conference making the national championship game. It's unfair to the SEC the way that we do this. So here's what's going to happen. We've got one more year of four teams. Then in 2024, we open up that umbrella. We're going to get 12 in there. And the rest of the country is cooked. Absolutely, positively cooked. Because there's going to annually be three or four SEC teams that are going to be in the field. And they're going to swim laps around every single other team in the field annually. Because what Georgia did last night was a testament to the strength of the league, yes. But it also was eye-opening as how far that gap is. Because they're not the only SEC team who would have done the same. Alabama would have done the same. LSU would have done the same. Would they have beaten them by 58 or whatever? No, probably not, but they would have beaten them all the same. Tennessee would have beaten them all the same. And this is not first-round blowout matchup. Like There's not you know, an SEC team beating Cincinnati. This is an SEC team beating the number two team in the country, a team that had won a playoff game, a team that had beat Michigan, a team that was supposed to be at that same level. That just absolutely, positively was not. Let's catch a break. When we get back on play-by-play, we're going to Yusef Jasmine of the Hanville Tigers. We'll be right back after this on KLEB. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. The music on the bayou, the rage and Cajun, 1600 AM, KLEB, and 102.7 FM. The French Connection, the all-new rage and Cajun, 102.7 FM. Celebrating 75 years in business, Danos has been setting the standard for generations. How about becoming a part of something bigger and join the team? We're currently hiring for welders, fitters, and blaster painters to work at our fabrication yard in LaRose. You can apply now at www.danos.com or call us at 1-833-GO-DANOS. Great jobs, great people. That's Danos. 
Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne building materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at DufresneLumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the Dufresne difference. It's Mike to tell you for Neil Small Engine Incorporated. Listen up. That's what we did at Gravely. We listened to lawn professionals. Then we brought the professional performance home. Gravely residential zero-turn mowers show the neighborhood that you mean business. Zero turns that are as tough as nails operate a comfort beyond compare. We've had a hundred years of professional advice to perfect cutting performance. Just drop the deck, put the neighbors on notice. Gravely driven from within at Neil Small Engine Incorporated. Locations in Homa, LaRose, and Thibodeau. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus, the river parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. You have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Terrebonne General Health System, where medical science meets the art of caring, is committed to providing the latest advances in medical technology with a gentle caring touch. This is evident in our high-tech, high-touch approach to healthcare. As a trusted healthcare resource, we deliver both life-saving, compassionate inpatient services and life-changing preventive care, while also providing wellness needs and outreach throughout the Bayou region. To learn about how Terrebonne General is providing innovative healthcare solutions, visit tghealthsystem.com. Welcome back to Play by Play here on KLEB. We go to the phone lines now and go to one of our local 5A coaches. That's Yusef Jasmine over at Hanville High School. His Tigers are rolling in early district play. Coach Jasmine, good afternoon, buddy. How are you? Good afternoon. Doing well. Happy to hear from you, man. Your team is off to a strong start to the season. You were a younger bunch last year, but it looks like those kids have grown up, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. We So this year we have five seniors. Um, which is, you know, last year we, we made it to the playoffs, lost in the first round, which was the first time we did that, and which was the first time we lost in the first round in a few years. So uh, I think the kids are hungry to get back to, um, at least back to the Final Four, because that's what they're familiar, you know, that's what the, this group is, this senior group is familiar with. So uh, they're playing well right now, you know, schedule, schedule's been tough on purpose. Um, so that we can prepare for the long run. So everything's going well. Coach, this district looks like it's going to be very competitive, as it always is. you got teams like Terrebonne and Central Lafourche on the Bayou who have accelerated themselves and are playing much better. On the river, of course, there's you all, Destran, East St. John. This is going to be a very brutally tough district, district with a lot of parity as well. Yeah, um, the 
so the toughest part is, you know, our first district game was against Destrehan, which is always a crazy game for us because it's, you know, obviously our direct rival. Um, then the second game, we're 2-0 now. We played East St. John, which is my former school, so they always bring a unique energy as well just because I was there before. Um, so we got, you know, we have we got two tough ones out the way. Um, Thibodeau, you didn't mention Thibodeau, but, you know, Coach Clark always does a really good job. He, you know, and this is this, this is a district where we can't ever take a team for granted. So um, Thibodeau, HL, uh, I actually was just having a conversation earlier about you just can't ever count HL, uh, HL team out uh, regardless of what their record is. So, um, you know, we, we definitely have to be prepared every night to play. Very good. And tell us about some of the strengths of your team, man. Look, we watch a lot of Bayou Region basketball. Have not had a chance with my own eyes to see you all play. What are some of the strengths and some of the things that you guys do well? Well, defensively, you know, I'm always I'm always big on defense. I'm always uh, big on getting our guys to guard and, and guard at a high level. And um, lacking size, uh, we lack size last year. But you know, understanding defensive concepts is what we what we pride ourselves on. Offensively, we can you know we want to run, we want to get out and run, uh, score points. I want the guys to be able to be free on the offensive end as well. And uh, we have guys that can play, that can do multiple things, which always helps. You know, when you can have, um, when you can score at all three levels. You know, uh, the three mid range or get to the basket. So, I think you know, we're teams sometimes underestimate us because of the lack of size, uh, but we like to use that as a strength because of our lack of size. We can kind of get out and run. So, those are the things we've been doing well. Obviously, you have when you have lack of size, that's you know, that's a multitude of guards. So. Uh, we're not. We have been doing a really good job of not turning the ball over well. Uh, not turning the ball over as much, which also helps helps us get extra possessions as well. So, uh, I would say that those are those are some those are the few uh, some few strengths of our team right now. Very busy week, but very important week for you and your team. You mentioned the game with Thibodeau tonight. That'll be a fun one. But then also yes, you sir. play some midweek and late week games out of district. You're traveling to take on North Shore. Traveling to take on De La Salle. Uh, opportunity for the Honville Tigers to earn a lot of power points this week, man. Oh, yes, sir. So, not sure. Um, obviously, typical today, but then not sure. You know, this um, state champ run up um, to the state championship last year. Um, and, you know, when, when we build in the schedule, it's about, you know, who who's going to be playing late in the season. You know, for me, so all, all our nine district games, I want to play against teams that I know is going to be playing late in the season because that's what we, that's what we have to see, you know, and De La Salle has been, there's been a, they've been on an incredible run as well as far as playing late in the season as well. So, uh, anytime you can schedule, well, one those teams have to agree to play you, which means that there's a certain level of respect that they have to play us as well. So, um, great opportunity to get power points, but again, uh, one game at a time. You know, we got to focus on Thibodeau tonight, and we'll we'll deal with Nacho and De La Salle when those days come. I love your schedule, and you mentioned this uh, earlier in the interview. You guys play everybody, man. You guys have already played uh, Rustin and Santa Mon and, you know, on and on and on. You know, who's who? Uh, Barb, Blake Charles, Career Prep, Eleanor, St. Thomas Moore, Newman, on and on the list, Madison Prep, University Lab, Scotlandville. So what I'm getting at is whenever we get to late February and it's playoff time and you guys are playing that single elimination tournament, there will not be anything that you guys will not have seen in terms of style of play. 
There will not yep. be anything that you guys will not have seen in terms of style of officiating. Like you guys, yep. it's like making a gumbo. There's a little bit of everything in that schedule, and you guys will be ready for it. Yes, sir. And that, and that, that was the goal when making the schedule. You know, just um, like you, you touched on officiating, it's different. Sometimes and when we was in Lake Charles, the officiating is different in Baton Rouge. It's different, it's different on the Bayou. It's different in New Orleans. So we wanted to see a little bit of everything. Um, we saw size, you know. We play in Scotlandville. They have, you know, they they have a six ten, six nine, six ten guy. That's big. So we saw what that looked like. We we seen uh, Madison Prep. They have not as big as six ten, but a multitude of guys is big. Um, Rustin, lone kid on the perimeter that can step out on the perimeter. Not not a big threat in a in a, in, in the inside, but you know, a lone guy on the perimeter. So I just want my guys to be, you know, I. I I firmly believe, and I talk to the guys about this all the time, um, greater challenges allow you to have uh, greater, a, level, a greater level of maturity, a greater level of wisdom. So we want to face challenges. We want to face tough challenges because um, that will enhance our ability to face them the next time we see them or to even go through them that time. So uh, I'm, big on, I'm big on playing a tough schedule. Because I feel like that's the thing that have to that we have to have for my kids to cultivate and develop into the players that I know they can be. I remember you telling me last season when you came on one time, you said, "Man, look, we're we're a younger group, um, but we want to make sure that these kids experience the district schedule, experience the playoffs, so that you know when they're going through it in the future, it's not going to be new to them." You guys made it to the playoffs last year, lost against East Ascension in the opening round. How much will going through that last year help you guys as you're going through it again this year? Oh, it's going to help us. With, uh, it's definitely going to help us. Uh, Cameron Lumo, who's my, my leading scorer right now, our leader, our captain, uh, he had a phenomenal game in the playoffs. Uh, but I told the guys before that game, it's, it's going to take more than like all of our guys have to show up and play. When you're in the playoffs, everybody has to perform. You know, there's no more experimental. Um, there's no there's no more experiment. Like, you have to know what you're doing. And we got ourselves in a situation where our other guys were forced to have to perform, and they just didn't perform at the level that they were they were they, they should have performed at. So now going into this year, I can I can bring that up as a reminder. Like, remember, Cam did, you know, he did his part last year. He did what he had to do last year, but we need other guys to step up. And that's what's happening now. Our guys – other guys are stepping up, recognizing. Because again, I, I encourage them. I, I encourage them to be be able to be free on the court, and we work on it. We work on flaws. You know, every 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 coach, every player have certain amount a certain amount of flaws. But we want to work on those things so that when teams try to force us to our flaws, they're no longer flaws because we've been working on them. You know, so um, you know, we just I just learned a lot from the games that even this year, the games that we've lost, I just. Um, Go back, watch the film, learn a lot, and just build from there. Sitting at number seven right now in the non-select power rating numbers, uh, that's a good spot to be in, chance to maybe move up a couple of spots if you finish out strong. Do you pay much attention to that, or are you more of a, hey, you know, just go tell us where to play at the end of the year kind of coach? Uh, you know, it's hard not to pay attention to it because, you know, the kids the kids pay attention to it, and, you know, being a leader, I, I need to talk to them about certain things. However, I'm just one game at a time. Let's keep building from the game before, uh, and then when the playoffs get here, we'll be, we've we've seen everything. So now, when it's time to make adjustments, I can go back in my bag and make a, make the proper adjustments. So 
Uh, of course, you you know, of course, you pay attention to the, the teams at the top and you know what they have to offer, uh, how they handle certain things, how they handle certain situations from a strategic standpoint. Like I need to know those things. However, I just I just focus in on I just focus on or we just like to focus on being the best possible basketball team, taking care of the basketball, not giving up second chance points, defending at a high level, all the fundamentals that it takes because at the end of the season, and I tell my guys this all the time, at the end of the season, we want to be able to say that hands down we're the best 5A basketball team in the state of Louisiana. But you can't do that if you're giving up X amount of offensive rebounds, you're turning the ball over over and over, you have a very low free throw percentage. So I use the numbers, but at the end of the day, at the end of the season, we want to be able to say we're the best basketball team in all of these uh, all the majority of the categories that really matters because that's who's going to win it. That's who's going to win the state championship. Very good. Well, look, Coach, I promise I'd get you all before 1230, so thanks so much for the time. Enjoy the rest of your day, and good luck tonight, buddy. Yeah, yes, sir. Appreciate it. Have a good day. Yep, that is Coach Yusef Jasmine with Hanville doing an excellent job. He's such a good coach, man. And I remember even dating back to when he was at East St. John. Like, his teams are so sound. Schematically, they're very intact. They play hard. They give great effort. Very, very, very good coach out there um, at Hanville, and they're doing a wonderful job this season, man. Sitting at number seven, that's in a really good position. Now you're heading into district play. Got some really big non-district games in addition to those district games. I think they'll be favored against Thibodeau tonight. They could try to steal a couple of those road games. De La Salle, you know, North Shore, whatever it may be, continue to build up some points. Hanville is going to be in good in good shape because, as we talked about during the interview. They have faced everything that there is to face. Let me read you some of these non-district games. Rummel, Santamont, Crescent City, John Kennedy, Warren Easton, Ruston, Ellender, Barb, Lake Charles College Career Prep, Carver, team, the game they won, by the way, Richwood, Newman, St. Thomas Moore, Lutcher, Madison Prep, University, Scotlandville, Port Allen. Like, almost every one of those teams that I read you there are either going to be in Lake Charles or going to be like playing in the quarterfinals with a chance to go to Lake Charles. It's just an incredible schedule that they've compiled, and they've won a ton of those games. Now you open up district with the other two river schools, Destrian and East St. John, and you wallop both of them, get double-digit wins over both of them. They're the clear-cut favorite on the boys' side to win this district. And if Terrebonne doesn't beat them, I don't know who will. But I think Terrebonne's going to present some challenges to them uh, but I think that they're the clear head and shoulders favorite in our local 5A district on the boys' side. Let's catch a break. When we get back out of the break, I'll tell you about the NFL and some matchups and some different things that we're paying attention to over the weekend. It's play-by-play here on KLEB. The French Connection, the all-new Raging Cajun, 102.7 FM. Do you want a free easy-go golf cart? Golden Motors has given you a chance to win a new golf cart. All you have to do is buy a new or pre-owned vehicle to get your chance to put your name into a drawing. During the months of November through January 31st, buy your next car, truck, or SUV and get your chance to win. See our collections of Chevy Silverados, Equinox, and Trailblazers arriving daily. Golden Motors, where price is priority. On Highway 3235 and cut off, Chevy, find new roads. Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. 
your good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Kohler, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our skeeter beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective guaranteed. When you're shopping at Rouse's Markets this time of year and you walk past the bakery, it smells so good. That warm smell of gourmet cinnamon dough is Rouse's Markets King Cake Dough. Rouse's Markets bakes their king cakes fresh throughout the day. The whole bakery just smells like Mardi Gras. Get your Rouse's Markets King Cake in store or ship anywhere in the continental U.S. at Rouse's.com. There are so many flavors to choose from. Rouse's Markets feels like home. At Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation, our mission is to help everyone be safer in and around water. Did you know drowning is the number one accidental cause of death in children under the age of four and the second leading cause of accidental death in children under the age of 14? Adolescents and adults are at greater risk of drowning in open water. Remember, drowning is preventable. Join Riley John's Blue Boot Foundation. have been released for the opening round of the NFL playoffs, the wild card round of the NFL playoffs. Las Vegas is letting you know who they think is going to win those first round matchups. It is play-by-play here on KLEB. I want to thank some of our sponsors first for allowing us to be here today on this beautiful, absolutely gorgeous Tuesday. Let's thank the Blue Boot Foundation. Let's also thank Neil Small Engine, Dufresne Building Materials, got you covered for all your roofing needs. Buzz Off, the only all-natural mosquito control professionals providing guaranteed results. Rouse's Markets feels like home. And Golden Motors, where price is priority, proudly supporting South Lafouche Athletics and Community Youth Sports Organization. So as I was saying, we've got <clears throat> some wild card round spreads. Um as Vegas is kind of letting you know who they think are going to win these opening round games. I don't know that I agree with some of these numbers, but we'll piece through some of these matchups here. In the opening round on Saturday, um, I think 
man, I, I, I said this yesterday. It's going to sound like an excuse. I really don't like that Monday night football thing. I wish it were three games Saturday, three games Sunday. I think it's unfair to Dallas and Tampa both. But anyway, um, Saturday at 3.30, you got the 49ers who are 10-point favorite over Seattle. I'm having a hard time, and maybe I'm wrong. Sometimes I am. I'm having a hard time figuring out a path for Seattle to be competitive in this game with San Francisco. I just am. I The 49ers are better up front. They're better with the skill, guys. They're better defensively. Seattle maybe has a slight edge at quarterback. It's like the only way that I could see this game being close is if the 49ers like have Brock Purdy, who's a rookie, inexperienced guy, just play terrible. And I guess that's a possibility, right? I guess that always could happen. But against the Seattle defense, I don't see it happening. And I see the 49ers getting a pretty comfortable winner. I don't... I, I'm. When I approach a game and I try to figure out how I think a game's going to go, I always attack it from multiple perspectives. Like, okay, for this team to do well, this has to happen. For that team to do well, this has to happen. When coming up with ways for Seattle to thrive in this game, they almost all center around the 49ers making mistakes. Um which usually isn't a good sign. Like, yeah, if Purdy plays poorly, the, the Seahawks maybe have a chance. If if Seattle hits some deep passes down the field to Metcalf and Lockett, but again, that would require the 49ers to make mistakes. Um, and betting on a team to screw up in the playoffs is usually not a great proposition. So I have a hard time figuring out a way that Seattle finds a path towards victory in that one. The nightcap on Saturday, Vegas says the Los Angeles Chargers are a one-and-a-half-point favorite against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I I said this yesterday. I'm going to continue repeating this. It sounds like a broken record, but by the time we get out at the end of the week, it's time for Justin Herbert to grow up. Everyone agrees. You've got a better team than your opponent. Everyone agrees. You've got a better support staff than your opponent. Everyone agrees that you know, you've know you got all the resources and everything to your advantage to win this playoff game. It's time to go win this playoff game. The Chargers have been a team that has PP'd down their leg one too many times. It's time they now grow up and get a big, hard-fought win in a game that Vegas thinks is a 50-50 game. And quite frankly... Vegas only thinks this is a 50-50 game because of the history that the Chargers have of messing these things up. If the Chargers had more of a winning history, more of a, of a reputation for themselves, they'd be a four-point favorite, a four-and-a-half-point favorite here on the road against Jacksonville. It's time for Justin Herbert to take that next leap. Has he had some bad luck? Yeah, he has. I'm tired of hearing about it. Tired of hearing about it. Go make some good luck. On Sunday, we've got a game where the Buffalo Bills are a 10.5-point favorite against the Miami Dolphins. Josh Allen and the crew will be trying to start their Super Bowl journey against a Dolphins team that is 
proven that they could kind of match up a little bit with them uh, this season. Uh, you know, the, the 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 Dolphins have some big playmaking guys on the edges. The key is going to be the quarterback play. I don't even know who's playing quarterback for Miami in the game. If it's Tua, I think the Dolphins have a, a somewhat decent shot. You look, Miami beat them 21-19 earlier in the season. In the second matchup, it came down to a field goal. They've played twice. It was extremely close twice. If it's Bridgewater, I don't give him a whole lot of a shot. If it's the guy who played Sunday, it's going to be zero shot. But Vegas is saying out front, they think Buffalo's got a big edge in that one. It's a 10.5-point spread. That's a line that I'm going to be closely following throughout the course of the week. Because I do see, unlike the Seahawks and the 49ers, I do see some pats there where Miami can maybe make this a competitive game. And I say this going full and well and saying publicly right now that I think Buffalo maybe has the best roster in the NFL and I would maybe favor them to win the Super Bowl as of right now. But this is kind of a tricky matchup because Miami has some explosiveness and some things that in a single elimination setting could potentially scare you and could potentially give you problems. In the afternoon game on Sunday, We've got the New York football Giants taking on the Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings are a three-point favorite at home. The Vikings are the NFL version of TCU. They carry this lofty record into the game. They're 13-4. and They're a division champion. And not a damn person in the league thinks that they're any good. And they've not done a whole lot to inspire folks into thinking that they're very good. They have played... Some of the big dogs in the league, they played the Eagles, got their butt kicked 24-7, to right? Played the Cowboys, one of the other big dogs, got their butt kicked 40-3. to Played Detroit, who was trending in the right direction late in the year, got their butt kicked. Played the Packers, who were trending in the right direction late in the year, got their butt kicked. They do have a win against the Bills. It's kind of a crazy game, <laughs> kind of some flukish things happen. Again, NFL TCU. The advanced stats say that this team is not good. The record says that this team is good. They've played 17 games. They won 13. They have allowed more points than what they scored. That's a statistical abnormality unlike which we have ever seen in the league. How often do you have a team that's nine games above 500 that has a negative score differential? This is a fascinating game on Sunday because I can make the argument when you look at them facing New York that neither team is all that good, right? The Giants are kind of in the same boat. The Giants are 9-7-1. and one. They've got Daniel Jones at quarterback, who, frankly, they don't want to have at quarterback. They didn't exercise his fifth-year deal. The Giants are scuffling coming into the game, 2-3 and three in their last five. So it's an interesting situation. The teams played one another three weeks ago in Minnesota, just like this game will be, and the Vikings got a 27-24 win in the game, a game that the Vikings pried away late on a last-second 61-yard field goal. Vegas says it's going to be the same type of game. Minnesota's favored, again, by a field goal. That'll be an exciting and interesting, entertaining game in the NFL in the wild-card round. The nightcap on Sunday, the Bengals are a six-and-a-half-point favorite against the Baltimore Ravens. I mentioned yesterday, I think that the Ravens are in a pretty good spot here. No one in the world thinks that the Ravens are going to win this game for various reasons and many of which I think are legitimate. 
You don't know about Lamar Jackson. You don't know about Huntley if Lamar Jackson's unable to go. You've got to face the great Bengal receivers, Boyd and, you know, Higgins and Chase and Burrow and Mixon and Pirine and, like, all the great weapons that the Bengals have. And if you're the Ravens, all you got pretty much is a power run game. You're almost like the NFL version of Navy. Like, you run basically the triple option, right? So... I think that Baltimore, which is a team that for years has just been very inner-motivated and playing for pride, and Harbaugh has motivated those guys, and they've always taken this us-against-the-world mentality. After losing to Cincinnati on Sunday in a game where the Bengals, I didn't think, played very well. After losing to Cincinnati in that game, I think that the Bengals are going to struggle on Sunday against Baltimore. I think Baltimore is going to play spirited. I think Lamar Jackson is going to come back. Don't know how healthy he's going to be. Don't know how well he's going to play. I think he's going to come back. I think the Raven defense is going to be inspired by his presence. And I'm looking at that one to be a very close and hard-fought game. If you were asking me to pick it, I would pick the Bengals. (laughs) But I would pick the Bengals by like a field goal or so. I think that it's going to be very, very close come down to the wire, and Burrow may even need to have to work some late-game magic to try to steer it in his direction. So that's one to pay attention to there on Sunday night. And then Monday night football, of course, is Dallas and Tampa Bay, a game that (laughs) I don't have a clue. (laughs) I'm a Cowboys fan, of course. I'm rooting for that. I don't have a clue. Um, Don't know how it's going to go. We'll see. Um, It's going to be very interesting. The teams faced off with one another in Tampa earlier in the year. And Dak Prescott couldn't move the ball a centimeter against the Bucs on that night. And then he ended up getting injured in Tampa 119-3. Prescott's going to have to be better. The Dallas offense is going to have to be better. They're going to have to figure out ways to sustain drives. They're going to have to figure out ways to pressure Brady. Stop the run, which was a big key in that first matchup. Tampa ran the ball down their throat. Fournette had had 127 yards rushing. If you could do all those things, that's that's the thing about Tampa, right? If you could do the things that we just said, if you could pressure Brady, if you could stop the run, if you could limit their big plays down the field to Evans, if you could do all of those things, you're not going to ever be far away from them because Tampa's offense has shown at times they just don't score at all. So I think that If Dallas plays well offensively, if they protect the ball, if Prescott avoids the big turnovers and the big mistakes, Dallas is in good shape, and that's the reason why they're actually favored by two and a half in the game. But I'm just not willing to bet on that offense as topsy-turvy as it is, not willing to bet that they're going to be sound and that they're going to do the things they're supposed to do in such a high-stakes game where they may be playing for their coach's job. Jerry Jones says that's that's ludicrous. He says that Mike McCarthy's going to be back no matter what, and he's not going to judge a coach based on one game, blah, 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 blah. Jerry Jones also fired a coach after winning two straight Super Bowls. So I'm not sure that I necessarily put a whole lot of stock in his words there. I think the head coach both ways in this game is coaching for their life. I think that Tampa should have been better than what they were. Their coaching staff should be on alert. And then there's always the fascination of Sean Payton in Dallas. That's been rumored for now a decade plus. 
and McCarthy better be on his P's and Q's. Because if you lose that game and you play bad football coming home the final two games of the season, it's danger time. And the Cowboys are going to pick up that phone, give a call to Mickey Loomis, try to start wheeling and dealing the ghetto boy to come on down and head out to Dallas to finish out the rest of his coaching career. So we got some exciting NFL matchups, and we're curious to see the way it shakes out. Of course, you got the Eagles who are going to be off on a bye in the NFC side. You got the Chiefs who are off on a bye on the AFC side. And uh, we'll see. We'll see. It, it, I, I love – that's the thing, man. The Super Bowl doesn't always pan out. Sometimes it ends up being like the national championship game last night where one team really controls the game and it's not all that exciting. Last year we got a great Super Bowl, but some years it doesn't pan out. To me, the best NFL weekends of the year is this weekend and next weekend. And especially next weekend. When you get to that divisional round and the number one seeds are playing and you know, you kind of separate and you kind of eliminate the Seattles of the world, get them out of the playoffs, kind of get rid of the Dolphins of the world, kind of cut a little bit of that fat off of the bone. You start getting Burrow against Josh Allen, which we might see next weekend. You get Dallas against Philly again, which we might see next weekend. Like, that's when you really start getting into the... the that's how you start figuring out how the sausage is made, right? And to me... The next two weekends of the NFL playoffs are far better than the Super Bowl and championship weekend's great too, but it'll be super exciting to see how it all shakes out across the NFC and the AFC. I still contend that the Super Bowl is going to be AFC dominated no matter how it shakes out, um, but that remains to be seen. Let's catch a break when we get back out of the break. We'll chat about a couple of things happening in the world of sports and we'll get you some betting picks. It's play-by-play on KLEB. We'll be right back after this quick timeout. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. They do not give up until you pay. They put a lien on my house. How about you? Do you owe back taxes? Call Tax Solutions now and get some help. For a limited time, the IRS offers a tax forgiveness program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Our team can make it easier for you to pay back taxes, avoid tax liens, and get a fresh start. So Sometimes you just need a second chance. I call Tax Solutions Now and they got the IRS off my back. At Tax Solutions Now, our affiliates are all accredited by the Better Business Bureau and members of the National Association of Tax Professionals. We saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world. Time is running out. Call Tax Solutions Now. Call 800-319-6697. No more mold, no more damage, no more outdated old bathroom, no more slipping and hurting, no more stress. Make your ordinary bathroom extraordinary for only $99 per month. New shower, new door, new tub, new wall, new anti-slip technology. Be stress-free. Call 800-770-5322. BCI Bath & Shower is made in America for the highest quality. Ask about our military and senior discounts. Your dream bathroom in as little as one day. First 50 callers save $1,500 on a never-clear glass-treated door. Call now for free premium color upgrades. 
800-770-5322. Call BCI Bath & Shower, the leader in bathroom remodeling. Be smart, safe, and stay a step ahead of inflation with our interest-free financing options. Call 800-770-5322. Love your bathroom with free upgrades. Call 800-770-5322. That's 800-770-5322. Always on the run and short on cash? With a State Bank and Trust Company debit card, you can pay for goods and services without the need for cash in your pockets or the hassle of writing checks. Available on all consumer and commercial checking account holders. Call or stop by any State Bank and Trust location for all the details. State Bank and Trust Company, Cajun Banking, served just the way you like it. Member FDIC. Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding the lowest cost available on your medication. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let one of us review your options with you. With two convenient locations to serve you, we're located in Rouse's Supermarket, Highway 3235 in La Rose, or at Lady of the Medical Clinic in Cutoff. Our staff available Monday through Friday from 8.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. and Saturdays 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. We treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. It's the start of something new sales event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat in Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with the Rams. Long-lasting new pickups are their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Advanced Eye Institute and Cutoff is your hometown eye care provider. Dr. Darby Chasson is here to serve the eye care needs of your entire family. Full-service eye medical and vision services are provided in a friendly atmosphere. For the latest in designer frames to advancements in astigmatism and bifocal contact lenses, call Advanced Eye Institute at 985-632-2884 for your appointment today or visit our website at visionsourceadvancedeyecutoff.com. Join Talk on the Bayou from 10 to 11.30 a.m. Monday through Friday on the Raging Cajun. We cover local news topics, politics, and entertainment each weekday. And it's all brought to you in part by Rouse's Markets, Lady of the Sea General Hospital, Rev, and Thibodeau Regional Health System. Talk on the Bayou Monday through Friday from 10 to 11.30 a.m. Right here on the Raging Cajun, KLEB 1600 a.m. and 102.7 f.m. I'm Terry Mitchell. I'm the director for Workforce Board 83. I've been here 32 years. We offer career counseling, learn while you earn, on-the-job training, work experience opportunities, and apprenticeship. Top-notch A1 staff. They're professional and they're here ready to help. They want to see individuals succeed. We're here to get you back to work, Louisiana. This message sponsored by the Louisiana Workforce Commission. I want to thank our call-in guests today for making today a great show. Coach Keegan Pokey with LCO, Coach Yusef Jasmine with Hanville. Thank them both so much for the time. Got a challenge, man. Um, I'm going to be at South Lafourche and Homer Christian tonight. You'll be able to watch that game or listen to that game right here on KLAB. Um, got a challenge. If you're not doing nothing tonight, you know, maybe your plans were, you know, get off of work, Go home, 
watch TV, relax. You don't have any like concrete plans. Going out, watch a game. You got Ellender and E.D. White tonight on the boys' side. That's at E.D. White. Homo Christian, South Lafouche. Hanville's hosting a game against Thibodeau. Like, going out, watch a game tonight. Kids would love the support. They'd love to see you there. It makes a big difference to them. I know that it makes a big difference to them because they tell me it makes a big difference to them. You can't do it tonight. Hey, no big deal. Thursday. Go watch a middle school game. LCO and Raceland. West and E.D. White. Golden Meadow and Bayou Blue. Go watch a middle school game. Friday. South Lafouche playing Ellender. H.L. Bourgeois and Thibodeau. Find a way to get out and support these kids, man. Please please do that. Do it for me. Um, Get you some picks in just a second. But first, the amazing news that DeMar Hamlin is back at home in his recovery after cardiac arrest. One week after the scary situation happened, DeMar Hamlin is back at home where he will uh, be recovering from the comforts of home he was discharged yesterday from the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. Whew, my goodness. Um, man, God is good all the time. That was amazing to see, amazing to read, and it has been wonderful to follow the progress that he has made in his continued recovery. The LSU men's basketball team is hosting the University of Florida tonight. Uh, Florida is 1-2 and two in the league. LSU is 12-3 in the league. The game is in the PMAC. Florida is actually a two-point favorite in the game, which I thought is a little surprising. Um LSU, after beating Arkansas, has not played as well. They lost to Kentucky, then lost to Texas A&M. So we will see how that shakes out. LSU's 12-3 at home, I think, are the games that LSU's got to win. It's a younger group. It's not as talented of a group. There's not a whole lot of NBA prospects on this team. You're not going to win a whole lot of road games this year with this group. You're not. You steal two or three of them, hey, that'd be nice. You got to defend your home floor, especially against unranked teams. You're playing Florida at home in the PMAC. I don't care what Vegas says. You're a two point underdog. I don't give a damn. That's a game that uh, Matt McMahon and his team would be inclined to try to win. They, that'd be one that LSU could potentially make a little bit of a statement and say, hey, man, we're not dead yet after two straight losses. That's a big one for the Tigers in the PMAC tonight. <laughs> so let's get some betting picks. Let's tell you guys where we're looking and where we're leaning tonight in the NBA. I like over 225 for the 76ers and the Pistons. I just, anytime the number in a 76er game isn't in the 230s, I'm taking the over. The 76ers have an explosive offense and they don't guard. Um, We've done very well betting 76er overs here on this show. They don't guard. So I think that that'll be a good play tonight. I also like, the Miami Heat minus two against the Oklahoma City Thunder at home. I like the Heat to take care of that one. I just think it's a mismatch. And then in the last NBA game I'll give you, I like um, tonight the over 228.5 for the Blazers and the Magic. I think that that's a good opportunity for an over there, a good spot for an over. College basketball tonight, I like over 127.5 for Michigan State and Wisconsin. Two teams that are offensively challenged, but I think that uh, it'll be an opportunity for an over. <laughs> I like South Carolina to cover 19.5 against Kentucky. Kentucky's not playing well. It's hard for me to just stand up and say they're going to beat somebody by 20 with the way that they're playing right now. So I like a cover there for South Carolina against the Wildcats. And then I also tonight like Auburn to go on the road and beat Ole Miss, covering minus one. So Vegas says that's virtually a pick game. And that's the list. Those are the games that I like today in the college and NBA landscape to choose from. Let's catch the end of the show here. Let's wrap up, put a pin in things. 
Tomorrow is a Wednesday show, so we'll have Taylor Griffin. We'll have, um, what else we got on Wednesdays? We'll have Mailbag, try to get Brody Williams on. Um, so, yeah, we've got a lot planned. And Thursday, we'll keep the train rolling. Friday, we'll have Damian and Chandler and everything of the sort. Um, you've been listening to Play by Play. As we said earlier in the segment, go out catch a game tonight. It'll mean a lot to those kids. Have a great rest of the day. God bless you all. Take advantage of this beautiful and amazing Southeast Louisiana weather. Adios, y'all. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274 DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow.